it's MC Devi here. You are listening to the Beat Beat Podcast, exposing the truth as we see it. This is a podcast where son, a mother of one, and a grandmother of three open up each other's eyes to the matrix. Look at the modern day world from the perspective of three different generations. Follow, laugh, and brilliantly analyze the tragic comedy we know as the human experience. Music you are listening to is by my late and great grandfather Sadun El Bayati. May he rest in peace. You can get high off oxygen. I know. I think so. Like apparently people go into meditative trances and then the DMT in their minds activate and they go on some trips. What does this have to do with corruption, Devin? Uh, yo, 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 it's MCW. And the Hizal. I'm here with my two lovely co-hosts. Four lovely co-hosts, actually. We have the talented Reverend Summer Elvey Elbe Addy on my left, who has a little orange tabby sitting on her lap. That is Leonidas, Mm. warrior, Spartan cat, Leonidas. Uh, And then over here, I have the matriarch, Barbara Elbe Addy. And Kiala, our cat, is somewhere hiding like she always does. Princess the Huntress Kiala. Yes, that's our nicknames. We give our cats beautiful nicknames because we care and love about our children. Yes. Okay. They're very sweet, very cute, and everyone should have such cute kitties as mm-hmm. we. Yeah. I don't I think ours are cuter than like everybody else's. They're far far cuter <laughs> than average. Yeah. I don't far know cuter. If that's true far guys, cuter. but it's love okay. Them. It's okay. Well, this is my first cat, so they're going to be far cuter. Oh, okay. No matter what, you know. Yeah, that's your bias. I know. Cute, cuteness level is going to go way up. So I'm sure you heard our topic. Topic, our topic was corruption. Yes. I need to slow down corruption. my mind here, but I know it's six o'clock. And I went to the gym and I had a good day. So, you know. And I went to the gym is. and I had a good day. Yeah. And uh, I didn't go to the gym and I had a good day. Great. Well, you need to go to the gym. Okay. And I know you two saw a bunch of actors and actresses yesterday at oh a party. Oh, my, yes. And dancers. Mm-hmm. And we were so happy. Musicians. And they were all we from fun. Star Trek. Mostly. Our hostess actually. was... Tanya Lamani George, a belly dancer of great fame. She lives in Chatsworth, California. And she uh, appeared on Star Trek in the role of, I don't know if it's pronounced Kara or Kara, K A R A. The belly dancer? Yes. Uh, and we, she is the most gracious hostess along with her husband, Charles, and we were delighted to spend, uh, from about 3 p.m. until whatever we left, I don't know, nine o'clock with them. Wow. It was wonderful. And we saw many old friends and met some new people who are now our friends. Yes. Charles is a good name. 
It's an excellent name. I don't know why I just honed in on on Charles. Well, you have a couple of cousins named Charles. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So today our topic is corruption, mm. which we've said three times now, and a synonym for corruption is dishonesty. Hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like when you look up on Google, not that Google knows everything, but when you look up on Google, it says dishonesty, blah, 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 especially in blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to look it up right now again, but I read it because I'm a good podcast host. Yes. <laughs> yes, but, you are, Devin. Okay. Corruption, Corruption is basically dishonesty. Yeah. So before we get into your normal old corruption and politics and all that stuff we'll get to that because that's very relevant mm-hmm. but i want to first focus on how we deal with it in our daily lives because i think that's the most important because not everybody really gives a crap about politics let's be honest here so how do we deal with that in our daily lives corruption well i would just like to start off with the notion that some people are so privileged in this society that they really don't have to deal with corruption directly. Mm. I am recalling my own father, who was uh, very beloved to me and my sisters, uh, and my mother, of course. Uh, And he was a privileged white male, six feet tall, blonde hair, blue eyes, uh, very well educated because he had a PhD and he was a professor. And he, I believe, never had to deal with corruption directly. In business or what do you mean? In business, in any aspect of his life. So, it confused me when I grew up and saw lots of corruption and had to deal with it because um, I was female. I was married to a person who was sometimes considered white, sometimes considered (laughs) non-white. It depends on the uh, Sometimes considered neither, right? It depends on the whims of society. The Uh, invisible. So, um, when we even had to deal with, let's say, getting credit, uh, getting a... um, credit card because my husband was not blonde-haired blue-eyed mm-hmm. uh, it was much more difficult for us than for other people and there could be corruption in the system which denied us credit so i know that my father never had to deal with that level of corruption it's corruption when uh, people are able to lie about you. I remember in one credit check, we were told that the 
people who checked on us had said, oh, uh, Mr. Albayati only works part-time intermittently, and Mrs. Albayati is not a student at the University of Chicago at all. And those were two lies. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. This was a constant in our lives. Yeah, I bet. With all the stories I've heard, that a lot of people, if you told them straight up, would not believe. Probably, if you that that happened in the first world empire. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Now you said your father didn't deal with corruption, but he was German, right? Well, he was German from 1776. I mean, yes. his bloodlines were mainly. Uh, Scots, Irish, and English. The German was from 1776, uh, the time of our um, um, creating revolutionary this new war. Revolutionary <laughs> yeah, war he, his ancestors were the mercenaries. His ancestor yes. um, Heinrich Kuhn. Heinrich. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> served as a Hessian um, mercenary on behalf of the British against the Americans. Okay, but I recall you telling me that there was a little bit of discrimination towards him because of something was it his name oh, or yeah that was in world war Two. yeah world war Two. in world war Two, i was told by my mother my father never told me this that um there was some discrimination now nah, i'm not gonna say discrimination there was some talk about him because he had a german last name even though it it was a german last name that arrived on this continent in 1776 mm -hmm. uh, and he had blonde hair and a red beard <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they wondered if he was loyal to the united he states loyal wow. yeah that sounds familiar and this happened to a lot mm -hmm. of germans uh, german origin people in that yeah. period uh, however since his family had been here from as I say, once again, 1776, that was a bit foolish. But that's what happens uh, during times of war, of war and prejudice. Yeah. Those mm -hmm. are the dangers of a multiracial society. Are they not? Probably. That's probably true uh, because everyone wants a society that's heterogeneous and... Uh, it's very difficult to incorporate new people <laughs> into our society, even though my father's German family came here in 1776. <laughs> you you progressively got closer into the mic as you yes, said that. Yes, I did. <laughs> well, so, hmm. Yes, your father's family came. Your grandfather's family. Yes, at that time. But Devin's great-grandfather's family. But your mother's family came prior to that, correct? No, after that. 
Well, I'm sorry. No, my Hello. mother's my mother's family emigrated to the United States in 1907. Okay. 1907. Excuse me. We have ancestry on your You're side. You're talking about my back. father's maternal ancestry thank you because it makes it sound you keep repeating the 1776 it makes it sound like that his people showed up in 1776 but he has other people no that i'm showed only up prior talking to about the german part of the family the paternal german yeah house. we're talking about the discriminated against part uh, okay because the other part My, which would probably maternal family. right bring some some Shock to him is why am Some I being discriminated against okay. if he did recognize that fact, which he must have because he told your mom about it. But he has other other ancestors that came on the Scottish Irish, I'm assuming English part that came on the Mayflower. English. Correct. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm sure that. So that must have been confusing for him. Like I don't think he was confused. He was probably highly annoyed. Highly annoyed. Okay. So he was famous for this one phrase that I would say uh, whenever uh, I I think something is maybe corrupt. I guess we could say. Um, I would quote my grandfather. I say my grandfather would say, "That's a racket." Yes, and he usually was talking about textbooks. <laughs> oh, I use it for everything else. Well, well textbooks course. in and of themselves are corrupt. They're $200 for a new right. one. Yeah, exactly. And they may only make a few editorial changes and then you every few years. Yeah. And then it's a new edition and it has to be replaced. Well, yeah, exactly. and then, and then, I mean, I don't even want to get into, you know, you have to look at it. Is it great scholarship? Is it not? What have you? So let's Precisely. not get into that. Especially but let's when not it get comes to, um, never mind. Yeah. Let's Religions. Not, yeah. Let's not get too, too far. I think into we that, need a whole that's podcast a rabbit hole. Yeah. on the tech corruption of textbooks. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's a rabbit absolutely. hole. Absolutely. And one. I know a few people who might be able to contribute to such a conversation. Oh, excellent. Goddamn okay, that's textbooks. Like future, yeah. future podcast language. Thank you. Look at this kitty cat. I know. So cute. He's History sleeping. and religion textbooks. So okay. let's get into more corruption, shall okay. we? Okay. So um, we covered a little bit of the German side. Yes, did we not? We did. But you did marry an Iraqi. Because he was the cutest cute boy I ever met. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sure he was. Lots of cute pictures of him. Um, so you dealt, like most Arabs in this country, dealt a lot with corruption. Not just within politics, but also amongst communities mm. right so how is that for you two in a very um what's the word unbalanced time that's not a good word okay well that's a tough question uh and ordinarily 
I would be very protective of the community. Uh, but we were dealing with representatives of political forces in the Middle East who we didn't think were being entirely honest and who we thought were wanting to profit from war mm. in the Middle East. Representatives mm. in the Middle East. So like well, prime ministers? No. No, 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 no. Business people Oil. Here. here. No, business people business here. Business people here. What, what grandma's referring to is Arab Americans. Oh, Arab Americans. Let's say, let's say Iraqi Americans who profit if there was a war on Iraq. Yes, and they did. Profit. For instance, did we profit? No. Because your grandfather would not ever have permitted us to profit from war against his own people. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons I admire your grandfather so much. Mm -hmm. is that he was not corrupt. He was yes. honorable. Honorable. He had honor. <laughs> Shut up. Honor. Mm. And yet there are those within communities, and it, it probably is not just, I mean, it's not just uh, Arab American community. Other communities of color deal with corruption within their own communities in terms of um if if uh, there's going to be imminent war upon their lands and and you know meaning their lands elsewhere afar um they could jump on that bandwagon right so that's that's what um your grandmother is referring to is that there was the notion that there were those who were, yeah, let's go to war because they were going to profit from it. When there were others within the community that were saying, no, let's not go to war, you know. Um, and so you had uh, two different people, so to speak. Um, and that reminds me of um, what happened with... Um, where was it? I was reading the the was this the part in the New Human Revolution in which um they talked about was it Brasil where a lot of Japanese were going to was it Brasil and doing um farming and and things of that nature do you recall that I chapter? I don't recall. Oh, maybe you weren't there for was that discussion. Was it Brazil or Peru? I don't know. Oof. I'm forgetting which country exactly, but, um, but what ended up happening was when the, we were dealing with, you know, World War Two and all of that, um, the, um, the there was sort of this division among the Japanese in that country, um, and they some some believe that um you know were uh believe that the the japan gave up right and others believe that japan would never give up 
And so there started being division even within the Japanese community, the um, diaspora that was not necessarily in Japan because they were having all of the information blocked. They didn't, they weren't allowed to have newspapers um, and, um, and they were uh, really blocked from uh, society. Yeah, and from their own own sort of culture, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> well, let's talk about Iran. Today? Yes. And the current uh, attitude on the part of some people that we should go to war with Iran and well, conquer Iran. And bomb them into oblivion the way we decided to do at Iraq. And um, as it happens, there has been a movement among a certain small percentage of Iranians in the United States who like the Iraqis of uh, the uh, 2003 invasion, Iraqis from America and the UK mainly, uh, of the 2003 invasion who supported getting rid of Saddam and bombing the hell out of everybody and uh, profiting, okay? We have that same phenomenon in Iran. It worked very well with Iraq because members of the U.S. government would have meetings with selected Iraqis in the United States who had a certain mission. Agenda. And to not only overthrow Saddam, but take over the country, Okay. Uh, they were shut out, by the way, by the Iraqi people. Okay, although certain of them who profess their innocence in the whole matter have profited greatly. Uh, and in fact, so many of the current legislators in Iraq live outside of Iraq most of the time and draw bigger salaries per month then I draw yearly with my University of California pension. In Iraq or out of Iraq? They're living outside of Iraq. They're supposed to be part of part of the legislature in Iraq, but they they draw huge salaries per month. Mm-hmm. Bigger than what per month they get more than I get in an annual pension from the University of California. Because they because the whole off, they benefited the whole off of system corruption. is corrupt. Yeah, they benefited it's off of It's a corrupt corruption. system. Hello, corrupt. All right. So we're starting to see the same sort of deal uh, being set up among Iranians in the United States 
the majority of whom do not want war in Iran, but there are a select few that our government is dealing with and whose opinions and status uh, are considered more important than the majority of Iranians. Now, I am hoping, because the Iranians are a pretty powerful community in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, they're people who mainly who um, escaped from the um, Ayatollahs when they came in, okay? And they escaped with funds intact. They uh, mainly invested. They had money deposited in um, Swiss banks and so on. So they came here as a pretty uniform social class with funds, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, they do not want... Uh, for the United States to punish Iran with bombings and so on. Okay. Yes, they would like for a better form of government, but not expressly punishing the people of Iran, who are many of whom are their relatives. Okay. Uh, but what has happened is that there are certain Iranians who are playing into the uh, American uh, propaganda machine. Yeah, well, propaganda machine, but you know, position. And um, we hope that Iran does not suffer the same consequences that uh, Iraq suffered. Mm -hmm. That would be very terrible. Right. You uh, said. My grandfather had a lot of honor. Do yes. you think that's why I have a lot of honor and yes. our family has a lot of honor because of that foundation? Yes, I, I do believe that. Honor is uh, the quintessential value of the Arab and Iraqi people. Mm -hmm. That's been my thought. And the Scottish people. But there's... The but you're saying there's a, a few bad leeches. Yeah. Bad seeds mm. everywhere. Bad seeds. Yeah. Everywhere. But so, go ahead. Go but, ahead. But, you know, here's, here's, here's the deal. You're talking about values. You're talking about corruption, right? We're talking about morality. Right? What is moral? What is not moral? Right? What is corruption? Corruption is acting in an immoral way. So, what is considered moral? And a society decides that, right? And then society implements that via creating laws. And that's how we govern people. But to me, all you have to do is look if there's mass corruption then there is something on a spiritual level going on that people are not feeling um, loved and cared for 
and accepted. And when you have, you know, so much corruption seen in a society, it's because people are saying, hey, we need to mess with the system that's oppressing us. Or we are not being oppressed and we're going to keep oppressing others because we need to to have more than the others. Yeah. Right. And so um, all of it is a reflection of uh, this sort of wrestling with the spiritual self, um, which can be seen in in not loving one another, not loving oneself not loving the environment. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that's why cheating in relationships has been uh, normalized? Mm. Has it been normalized? Very normalized. Oh, my gosh. Really? I did not know mm-hmm. this. Oh, yeah. that's horrible. A lot of t- teenagers I... especially cheat. Oh, no, no. I, I really did not know this, that it's well, been normalized. Well, I mean... I, are you saying that are you saying that my making the point about about corruption being sort of a spiritual angst um that that may be a reason why teenagers teens may cheat on one another yeah well society um in the West, especially, really, society in the West is having a issue now with spirituality, and it's going through a transition period. Um, so, a lot of kids don't have uh, morality, and they sort of find morality by trial and error, and most don't actually find any morality. And it's kind of sad, but just for example, talk to a kid who was born into a Catholic family and challenge their values. They will not have values. What do you, what mean? Do you mean by that? Align their values with the Catholic Church. Those values do not align. Oh, because for instance, they're rebelling against the Catholic right. Church. Right. So, for instance, um, I was having a discussion earlier today about something like abortion, and whereas the Catholic Church says no to abortion, those who practice that faith could say no. I disagree with that, and yes, abortion is okay. Right. Yeah. Like the women's right to choose is more important one. than what the religious institution is telling me yes you're talking about or using a little bit using birth control when you're not supposed to use birth control uh-huh. because the institution tells you you're not supposed to but you're like i'm not getting pregnant or i'm not getting somebody pregnant so i'm going to use but birth is this control. corruption no it's not well you're talking about the um political split within society that kids go through too and you know when we talk about teenagers especially it's really difficult because of all this um everybody trying to push their own agenda so for example abortion 
they're torn because the media is more liberal and so therefore abortion is you know seen as yeah it's the woman's choice whereas the church is more conservative right but i mean we have this law called roe v wade that allowed for abortions and it's been you know uh i don't know has it been overturned what happened in it some has states? not yet been overturned okay well what about that one state that's uh alabama alabama thank you banned abor- like what did they do in alabama what did they decide about abortion there well is that corruption is it corrupt to well, allow? Well, till decided, because I'm not really sure. Well, okay, but I mean, if if it's a a religious agenda, and we have this thing called separation of church and state, okay, then and a religious there's a religious agenda going on that is allowing for a whole state to decide that you can no longer it's illegal to have abortions in their state. Um, that is now no longer honoring the separation of church and state, and it is allowing religion to influence politics and influence the legal law, you know, the law of this land exactly. that regulates morality. Exactly. But what I'm saying is when a kid is growing up with a certain laws of morality that the church give them they are confronted with the state having an opposite reaction to those laws so you are creating a spiritual oh, deconstruction angst. and angst of uh, because of developing minds separation of church and state because and it can be any religion you're just using i'm just using as, like as an christianity example. yeah yeah but it could be any religious I'm using monotheism as an example. It's a very good point. And Professor John Whiteley, W-H-I-T-E-L-E-Y, of University of California, Irvine, as I recall, did a major study on the development of morality in teenagers. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe people ought to take a look at that and see how it might dovetail with the sort of thing you're talking about today uh, with the religious influence Mm. or the religious non-influence. I think that would be very interesting. Yes. But that's something that... But it's it's, uh, developmentally... It's a stage that teenagers yes. tend to go through. Yeah. Yes, yes. But they it go is. through it. I didn't go through that. I, I grew up knowing exactly where my morals aligned. Okay. So, so when the, you would speak in terms of in class, you never sort of wavered. You always knew what your values were. And yeah. You were kind of like that That's steady. Rare. What's that I was called? the rock. The steady ship or the steady. What is I was that called? grounded in my values. Okay. The tree. 
That's why I got so pissed when I'd argue with teenagers because their views would change every week. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was difficult for you. But maybe you went through that that developmental process earlier than they earlier, did possibly because you were you know maybe possibly uh ahead of your time or something i don't know i don't i don't know maybe that's what happened maybe but i think it's been postponed to the 20s like people oh. are 25 now and they're morality is still developing right and and it usually happens at a point when they get a DUI, uh, when the state gets involved and says, right. everything we've been teaching you is mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just something to think about, yeah. right? Exactly. Well, and, and what happens when, you know, they, they say, uh, you know, kids are all watching. They're going to do what you do. They're not going to do what you say. And how many are saying... Oh, yeah. Um. Uh. I. I believe in such and such. They're saying it, but then the young people see that they don't really believe in such and such because they're going and doing this behavior that's in the exact opposite of what they've just said. We call that a hypocrites, right? Hypocrites. So if they see hypocrites in their midst, whether that be in their family or outside of their family they see um teachers they see um uh i don't know political figures or authority figures persons of authority that they respect or or, right or um, musicians and um uh actors and other artists right that are out there and are in positions of authority because of their fame right mm-hmm. then what are they going to think oh well you know i don't know name somebody who i don't know i don't want to name anybody bill clinton okay Is that a good i one? was going to come up with a musician know. or something oh but okay. no i think bill clinton's a good michael example. jackson Okay. So you see, you see that oh, they um, act hypocritically. So then you're like, whoa, wait a second. Whoa, you were my hero. That's right. Now what do I do with ago. this? Now what do I do with this? Exactly. Right? And I, I'll tell you how many times that's happened. That's happened a lot. And I've gotten to the point where it's like, shit. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. You have I, no heroes. Yeah. Well, I went through that myself. Well, I, not that I have no heroes or no mm. mentors or, you know, it's the it's the thing that you get to a point where it's like, okay, I can't trust anybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. you also get to a point where it happens, you know, enough that, okay, I respect this person's values. Right. But there are other values I don't respect. Right, right. Yeah. For example... They're right on this, this, and this, but they're wrong on having an affair, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. against their wife. Well, and and then and then the spiritual aspect of that is is the um, the various corruptions, right? Uh, they may refer to that um, uh, in terms of theologically corruption of the flesh, right? So having an affair is because you're giving in to 
those needs of the flesh and you're not supposed to do that right mm -hmm. you're not supposed to give in to that um you have somebody like uh augustine who you know wrote a whole book about that you know in terms of we're going to go into theologians that's a that's christian theology but you know that's that's what uh that's what augustine would have been all about like don't don't be doing that right yeah don't give in to that and it's a bad idea right and then you have you have those who are very conservative religiously whether it be you know a, of a monotheistic faith like christianity or islam or judaism or even other um, non-monotheistic religions that may be conservative in their thinking and tell their kids okay wait till you get married right don't mm -hmm. have sex right and they're not taking into consideration that these hormones were put there for a reason for a reason because we were all having kids for at the age of 12 and 13 yeah. and 14 way back when well the just because we're all delaying when we have kids because we're going to college and things like that doesn't mean that those hormones are still not there right exactly and, then and if i would you love to have great grandchildren but right take your but time take your right. time thank oh you. thank you but that thank you, that, thank you, that yeah. reassuring <laughs> but here's the deal but here's the deal you have you have people so where i mean a part of what may be considered corrupt is that there are communities within our nation that have um teenagers in particular that have high std rates within the teenager community you mean because STD meaning um sexually transmitted diseases because they're not teaching sex education in the schools okay and they're not doing that because it's being regulated even though we say there's separation of church and state uh-uh that's a part of the corruption how separate is it when when um when uh, school districts aren't are being regulated and being disallowed from providing simple information about hello if you have sex and you are not protecting yourself right then you could get a sexually transmitted disease and yet i mean my alma mater they still teach the same thing they taught me when i went there mm -hmm. which is abstinence well that's kind of dumb I'm just going to say that out loud. Abstinence. That is very dumb to your high school students alma mater. when they got those hormones going. Abstaining your, your from high sex? School alma mater? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about high school. My and the name of your high school? Estancia. Name it. Estancia. Estancia yeah. High School. And, Costa and, Mesa, California. And that's yeah. a merging of church and state is what you're saying? What, I, what I'm saying is you are allowing religion and religious beliefs to get involved in something that um, has to do with the state because it's a regulating body it's public education right mm. yeah and so that's what i mean by then that's you know when those lines get blurred then we've got corruption we have got communities of kids bakersfield um in kern county being a community that has a high std rate mm -hmm. well do you think they teach sex education there no they do not 
There's a lot of religious influence in that district. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about corruption. Yeah, you're talking about the church doesn't talk about sex, so you're not allowed to talk about it in schools and right. teach our Catholic kids about sex because it's but it's not just Catholic, Catholic. it's everybody. Yeah. We're talking about no, public. I know, I know, I know, no, I know what you mean. I'm talking. I'm not talking about but private institutions. But I'm, about I'm about giving the just no, 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 but no Protestants. I'm giving the justification for okay. a certain church. Okay. No, but, but it's not talk just about that. Protestants. Protestant churches as well are doing that. The the I know that's just got an the example, right? We've got the the very conservative um, churches that don't want that. We could, you know, it's possible that we've got other monotheistic um, uh, conservative groups out there as well. Of course, of course um, there is. Islam, Judaism, we, you know, for all we know, we could have non-monotheistic groups out there that are very conservative and don't want that taught as well. And they jump on that bandwagon. Buddhists, Hindus, I don't know. We don't know. They jump on that bag wagon of saying, don't teach sex education right. in school. Right, just teach abstinence. Don't do it. Don't do it. Instead of, if you're going to do it, you need to protect yourself from STDs because that's the big thing that you need to worry about right now. And STDs are more important than pregnancies in that respect. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're they dangerous. They can be. They're very dangerous. They can, they can kill people. Huh. I'm trying to see. I'm a very logical person, so to me, that is illogical. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you want um, teenagers to become very self-aware enough to the point where they can decide how they transmute their tate their sexual energy? How they transmute or transmute? Transmute what do you or mean? transcend? What do you mean? Both, like how they control their sexual right. emotions. They, because right. a lot of times, a lot of time. Here's the catch. Yeah. A lot of kids are just living off their sexual emotions. A lot of adults are just living off right. their sexual desires because it's what's been programmed mm-hmm. into our primitive reptilian. Minds. Okay, well, I have a primitive reptilian mind, and um, we all do. It's all good. It's all good. No, 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 no. But that's not what I'm. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. You're talking about a spiritual angst, okay? Mm-hmm. The spirit, like there, there. So I'm just What's showing right and one. Wrong? Is that we're one, talking about? No, one type of of corruption that that shows that we are not operating from a separation of church and state. Um, mindset which is corruption in and of itself here's just one example of how we are um not allowing kids to become their authentic selves to be able to be autonomous at a time when they're trying to figure out their values developmentally right their decisions about morality happen as teenagers Mm-hmm. right Agreed. you experience frustration with that but that is developmentally where everybody is supposed to be you just went there earlier obviously right obviously i think so, i had to but yeah so now can we Why? talk about oh, okay. adults uh-huh. including older adults and corruption and morality and government 
Because mm. I think Government. that's where this should be leading. Mm-hmm. Oh. We have loads of corruption mm. in our present government in the United States. Maybe well. more than we were ever aware of in the past. It was always there. Mm. But it is so transparent. We want a transparency in government. Okay, we've got it. There you and get it. It's, it's a circus. It's really not good. It's a freaking zoo. Yes. Well, hmm. Right. I mean, you've, you, clearly what you're talking about is that our current president is facing possible impeachment, correct? Yes. Hmm. That is what I'm talking about. So what are you saying? How do we deal with it? Because there's a lot of people dealing with it. Bernie Sanders, AOC, Iman, what's her name? And they're more secure in dealing with it than some of the rest of us. Well, I might be secure in it, but oh my gosh. At my age, I am so sorry that it has come to this. I had a lot of I had faith in our last president, uh, except that he started breaking promises immediately after he was elected. Um, He did some good, but he also did a hell of a lot of bad. Uh, And now we have the current president who um, seems to want to run things the way he ran his own businesses and seems not to understand that a government cannot do that. Mm -hmm. That the things that he does are by definition corrupt. So how do you run a government? Exactly. (laughs) Well, you take an oath of office, right? So which Pelosi has to do with honor. Right. Pelosi discussed this. It's like a breach of oath of office um uh breach of dealing with the election process and then um something having to do with i think protecting i've forgotten i had written down what she had said in her speech um protecting our nation um and so when you pledge to be the president of the United States or whatever position you're pledging to to do to I I pledge to defend this nation right against all enemies against all enemies outside and inside mm-hmm. right? domestic and international right that's right and so when you don't do that then that is that is your breach your breaking of your contractual obligation that oath you promised and you broke that promise and when somebody breaks a promise do we say oh it's okay no worries or do we say no that is not okay you have the highest office of this country and you must be the honorable um 
person that you are called to be, right? Setting it's like an a example call, for a us. A calling. Our exactly. role model in chief. Role model in chief for all, not just the teenagers that are watching you and the elementary students that are watching you. And but the 80-year-olds. Right. Even the 80-year-olds need to have somebody to look up to. And when you fall short, what are we supposed to do? Say, oh, it's okay. Or okay. do we, we say, do not no, accept corruption. you get punished. Okay, well, what about, what about the other side of things, the conservative side? For them, it is very much the highest, like our mentor, our president. But for we're speaking from a liberal perspective, correct? Yeah, I, I think that they're starting to rethink that issue. Wasn't it like 35 Republicans? I'm not saying all Republicans are conservative because they're not. My grandfather was a Republican, but as you have said before, he probably wouldn't vote but I'm not for talking, Republicans today. See, I'm not talking but, about politicians, though. I'm talking they, about... But, uh-huh. I'm talking about the groups of people around the country who see Trump as their Lord and Savior. Well, those are oh. pretty exclusively people who pay attention to the Fox broadcasting channels. Mm. Uh, there are a variety of, I mean, it's Fox News, Fox Business, Fox something or other. Um, and, um, but even Fox is pulling away from supporting the yeah, but president. there's there's a not right. that's Ooh. well not okay just Fox. okay the people the people who have supported the president have been observing the um, stock market okay but that's one side of that's, the coin there's that, a whole generation of men especially that see the president as oh i i see you're talking man. about the white power people not yeah the white power people okay but the even... white power people of all ages okay who are not who don't necessarily watch fox not don't necessarily TV. correct okay so like i'm i want to challenge right, so this that has to do with... because not everybody will be happy right correct right right not everybody will be happy with what with the president well, uh, <laughs> with so impe- with impeaching we're the talking about the white white power you people. Well, and you you were saying, and you were speaking from a liberal perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, do we want this um, as an example for our children and our blah 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 blah? Well, why is that a liberal perspective? How is that a liberal perspective? Because I would say that if it was a, a democratic, that could, a, that could be an old old time meaning a few years ago, Republican perspective. True. But I'm saying you're speaking from a certain perspective, oh, and yeah. I want to address yeah, but the maybe other perspective. These liberal conservative so-called perspectives are pretty new. Just a very few years ago, a Republican would never have accepted the... Um, behavior of our current president Mm -hmm. and what i'm saying is there's people that do today there are people that do 100 percent do see him as a great example and that's partly because i think uh he represents 
what they consider saving the white people perspective. Now, some of those people would not have been considered white mm, 75 years ago. Mm, yes. There are lots of Italians in the white supremacist groups. And as I recall, as a child, mm -hmm. uh, they were not heavily in favor and not not really considered white. So there's got to be a lot of rethinking. Well, white is a social construct. It's a social construct. So that's a part of but the problem. But they have socially constructed themselves to be white. Well, okay. and... and, and, and they were socially constructed by the government way back when. So there's that the as well. The government and society yeah. to be non-white. Exactly. And and then to be white. So first you're non-white, now mm -hmm. we, we are going to yeah. make you white. Yay! Well, even, even the Southern Irish mm -hmm. were Experience not... Experienced that, yeah. Con the Catholic Irish right. and were then, not considered white, and then they became white. And then they became white, and then, and then wasn't Kennedy... Yes. Kennedy was Catholic yes. Irish, and he became the the wonderful president, right? But I guess um, I guess I I am I guess I go back on what you were saying about my my perspective being a liberal perspective, and I think that. It should be everybody's perspective. It's based on the ideals, the values of our nation that when you have the highest oath of office, right, you are the highest example. You're supposed to be. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a historically a position that is supposed to be the highest. And when you see this person in the highest position um, acting cavalier and getting away with things and was a a reality TV star mm -hmm. and probably became um, became president of the United States based on that type of fame. You know, like this fame had been constructed mm -hmm. over a long period. And you see old videos when he was younger saying, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll become president. So planting that seed over a long period. Yeah, he's right? a smart businessman. Smart. Very smart. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, and how smart was he? Well, I don't. Uh, As a businessman. I don't know. He declared well, bankruptcy six right, times. Right, six times. Exactly. Because it was a smart move, though. It was, a it? Smart, it was a smart move. Smart move for smart marketing. Him, for him. But yeah. not for society. He's been, yeah, because right. he's corrupt. He's been marketing himself all these years, but the but and and so when you have that and you have people looking up to that um, and thinking, oh yeah, the economy, oh yeah, and believing every single thing that he says, yeah, but that can't be the majority of our society. I mean, that's got to be a small percentage of people that I'm sure just, it is, yeah. That just don't get it. And you just like, you know, you just, you want to hit your forehead and say, you know, I could have had a V8. Is that what it's called? That tomato juice? Yeah, V8, V8. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm talking about old, 
old time commercials. Yeah. But, you know, where you just like, what? You know? And yet they're out there. But I don't think I think that the evidence I was trying to bring was that how many Republicans voted to go ahead with uh, the impeachment inquiries. Is that what they call it? Yes. Right. Thirty five. Thirty like thirty five. That's a lot. That says something about they are not as um, enamored with him at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and and maybe, you know, and I'm not saying that. That we don't have systems of corruption. We do. But we have enough people, I think, speaking up about the values. Right. And and people have been speaking up over the past few years about this. You know, the Obamas being uh being one of them especially michelle obama she would speak out about how when they go low we go high right Mm -hmm. and i just remember that phrase and i think exactly that's honorable you don't steep to people's levels right steep yeah stoop stoop to people's levels sorry step you could say step step couldn't you step yeah no stoop but on a certain level the Obamas have been corrupt. Yes. Not the Obamas. I would have to say former President Obama. Uh, former I have President Obama. I corruption on the part of Michelle or the daughters. Okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, and we do admire the fact that they represented the United States as uh, an intact family and married couple. Mm-hmm. That was very beautiful. Yeah. Where um, President Obama, I, where I was disappointed in him, was that he didn't get us out of Afghanistan and not entirely out of Iraq. And that uh, he went into Libya and really screwed it up. Now, I know he had encouragement from certain Libyans in the United States, some of whom may be friends of ours, and I care about them deeply. Uh, I did not support the uh, leader of Libya. Gaddafi? Gaddafi. But you have to remember, he did bring water to all the villages in Libya, which is something very important. Now that country is a mess. Hillary Clinton was a major factor in the destruction of Libya. Uh, and I don't know on whose behest she was acting because it's not just the United States that's involved in attacking Arab countries Mm -hmm. and Muslim countries and Middle Eastern countries. Okay. You know, that is corrupt. You're bringing up a point in that power just may be so enticing as to create corrupt peoples that when you get enough power, power may become 
corruption and therefore you become corruption. And mm. so are we saying that we cannot have anybody in the highest form of office? And maybe, maybe the fact that our founders, right, We're created this. Well, yeah, that as well. <laughs> you know, when they created all this saying, oh, all men are created equal. Well, no, not all men were created equal, clearly. And not all women and, women and not all children. That, right, yeah. exactly. So we know that there's some problems with that. But if we rethink what that means and we say all persons are created equal, right? And in this fine nation of ours. Men, huh? And sorry? redefine who are men. Right. What meaning we don't say we we Meaning that black people we are place, human beings replace and men. men. We replace okay. men and we say all persons are created equal. All right. I'm replacing that word men, okay? But let's just say that we we look at the fact that they set up a president and vice president and all these wonderful ways in which we do government, okay? Was that the best way to do it? Because there are communities of color that may not have this hierarchical way of doing things. And it may be more equal. Tribal. Right? Exactly. And the way that you come to decisions um and so through consensus for example right exactly and so maybe the fact that we've established a hierarchy within our systems in this country um maybe that is uh, needs to be challenged maybe mm -hmm. people need to start talking yeah. about is there another way of doing this because we've created corruption we messed up we messed up. We messed up, and can we change this? Now, well, maybe we can't. Maybe we can. I have no idea. I think And there's we can. this idea faith. that if we don't have government, society will collapse. Mm. But we will always divert to a tribal state, I think. Mm. Right? Well, mm. tribal Just states have government. Exactly. Well, right. It's a form of government. It's a form of government. It's a form of government, but it's, it's but more the way communal. Well, it's right? more communal. It's more, uh, yeah. It's the tribe. Yeah. It's more a group of elders making decisions mm -hmm. and coming to consensus. True. Well, and there are religious groups. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. Oh, the name of the group but that have, they sit and they discuss and discuss and discuss until everybody comes to the same sort of conclusion. Conclusion, which could take several oh, days. Oh, my goodness. What is the name of that group? Mm. I can't remember. Okay. Um, Sorry. Well, I read a quote today. And I've, I'm going to read it now because I've never heard anything like it. And he said, this is Elijah Long. I've always been told that what you tolerate is what you encourage. And so far in my life, it's been true. Mm. Yep. Well, I <laughs> think you're right about that. And that makes me realize I have to make some changes. Can you read the quote again? I need to listen to the quote again. I've always been told that what you tolerate is what you encourage. And so far in my life, it's been true. I see that as being silent. 
Yeah, Elijah Long. Silent or going along to get along. Mm -hmm. You are silently encouraging. So silently encouraging corruption, corruption, or taking advantage, dishonor. Right. Um, I was reading uh, a study regarding corruption and spirituality, and. This was this concept was brought up, mm. you know, without, you know, being so eloquent, but it was stating the fact that some people, they just kind of go along with it and they almost protect the corruptors because they're going along with it. They don't want to get involved. They don't want to mm-hmm. the they don't rock the boat. Right. So they end up protecting. Betas. Let me protect the corruption so that things will be OK mm-hmm. and I don't have to get so involved. And and that's what happens um, in societies um, in which we see we see that, for instance, for instance, you know, back in the day, I wasn't born at that time. But um, but you may have witnessed this, mom. I don't know that um, women would take on the views of their husbands right and so well my husband says this and absolutely my husband that's says what i that, heard growing right? up that's what you heard growing up my Instead husband of, says and right. they never gave their own opinion they didn't give their own opinion so so you know with uh, would it be i guess the second wave of feminism you had more um sort of unleashing your voice right your own i voice, forgot right? what, is, what is the second wave of fem- feminism um that would be after the first wave well okay the first wave was what susan getting getting the vote getting the vote okay getting the vote yes so the second wave would have been my era when i had reached young adulthood right yes so yes and hearing women my fellow women say well, my husband says, mm-hmm. uh, and not having opinions of their own was quite galling. Right. Since I was married to a non-American, I didn't have that same thing going. You wanted to say your opinion. I had yeah. much greater freedom of opinion and expression, by the way, although I was married to a an Arab Muslim who I am told now are so controlling that women are uh, they don't have their own they voice. don't have their own opinions which is not true. which is not true because if you've ever known Muslim women they're well pretty opinionated. you'll know they have their opinions oh yeah okay yeah so okay so when you have a quote like that right it, it what it reflects it reflects what we've seen we've seen that and and in this current time, we are seeing women take on the um, the agenda of the men, right? As well. So whereas you would think, and I'm you know I'm bringing it back to this idea of something like abortion. Whereas you see that that. Um, you would think that women would be like, hey, wait, it's my body. I have control over it. When you see women 
going after other women for having abortions or trying to take that right away from other women, right? Then you see that they are taking on um, possibly the male agenda or a misogynistic agenda, right? On behalf of mm-hmm. males, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is akin to this sort of being silent, but they're doing it out loud, right? They're not being silent. They're being they are, they're being they are silent out loud. Right. In a loud voice. Exactly. It's not their they're opinions. Encouraging. It's someone else's. It's someone else's and they're taking it on and they're encouraging. Yeah. What does the, the quote say? Encouraging what? Those who tolerate encourage. Right. So they they're they're tolerating this mindset that is in effect taking human rights or taking their you know, taking rights from from other women, from themselves, from, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this is a, this is something I was discussing earlier, and I just, mm. you had to say it, I had to bring that up again, I had again. to bring it up, I had to, I had to, because that's corrupt, you had to preach, preach it, mm-hmm. I'll say the quote again, as we end off here, I've always been told, that what you tolerate, is what you encourage, and so far in my life, it's been true. Again, that is Elijah Long. You Amen. can look him up. Do not I mean. tolerate. Corruption. I mean, do not encourage. Corruption. Wait. Yeah. Do not encourage corruption because encouraging corruption. No, and tolerating corruption you is encourage it. encouraging it. Don't and be that silent goes, either. That goes for every. Don't uh, be silent. No silence. Speak up. Silence is tolerating. That goes for every corruption. Everything. Every line of everything. Yes. Someone cuts in front of you in the line of McDonald's. Speak Speak up. up. (laughs) Well, you could be silent and And decide to take the the high road on that one. I mean, come on. It's just you don't have to fight every battle. Pick your battle. That's just one example I'm using. Okay, Okay, but pick your battle. First of all, I would never go to McDonald's. Okay, Okay. there you go. Their chicken is pink. Oh wait, 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 wait. But I love their apple pie things. Yeah, those are good. That's the only real thing there. When you're hungry, when you're hungry. An apple pie can be their mm, coffee is so quite good. good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, their okay. coffee is very okay. good. Thanks. Your grandfather Thanks. loved going to McDonald's uh-huh. and getting the uh, senior coffee. I will not tolerate this behavior. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it's ridiculous. Arnold, you are being fed Arnold by the propaganda machine. Okay. Whatever. Of McDonald's. From McDonald's. Okay. Okay. It's excellent. All right. Okay. As you saw, I let that battle go. Yes. All you right. Did. So, very are we well. ready to say good night? <laughs> I think we are. Good night, Arnold. No. Okay. This has been... Wait, 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 wait. Subscribe, like, comment. What else do we want them to share? Share. Please. Tell share. your, tell your tell friends your and friends family. Tell your friends all about us. Spread okay. the message because we're very open-minded and we look at it from many different perspectives. And we're like three computers Right. Having a conversation. Plus the two kitties Plus sitting two here. Kitties sleeping. We helping are, us we have a love. wide uh, gap in our ages. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, we won't wide. tell the middle person. We I'm won't like an tell infant. her age. Hey, it's three generations. Deal with three it. Generations. Deal three generations. I'm almost 80. That's amazing that there's three generations three. in this and podcast we commenting. respect each other. And, and we have very yeah, different just perspectives. Think, and just, this is a typical conversation in our family. I Wait, wait, wait. I want your the audience members to think for a minute. Just think where else you can find three generations discussing stuff. Okay? Important stuff. Discussing important important things in the world. And we will have another important topic next week. Next week. Very we important. Have some we might have two guests. Two guests. We might have two guests, not just two, one. Not just one. But two. two. First so stay the worst, tuned for that second one. the best. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. That was a joke. Okay. Anyways, we have been... The, the Bayat Beat. Beat. Thank Good you. Good night, Arnold. Thank you, Arnold. See you, see you next time. Okay, happy birthday. Bye. Bye. Bye.